Welcome, everybody. I'm so excited. I'm welcoming my friend who I haven't spoken to for a long time, aside from Facebook, uh, Facebook buddies. This is the man who gave me my first acting job, folks. So if you have seen my acting reels and you don't like them, this is the man to blame for the beginning of it. His name is Julian Hampton. He's a director, he's a producer, he's a writer, and he's an all-around awesome dude. Hey, Julian, how are you? I'm wonderful. It's so good to see you. Likewise. Uh, how are you? How is Becky? What's going on with you guys? Um, well, we're doing well. Uh, of course, like everybody else, we're figuring our way through these uh, difficulties, but um, fortunate, blessed, just enjoying the journey. That's very cool. And I know you, uh, you're you working on uh, Fighting Olympus. Uh, is that in pre-prod? Are you kind of, you halted the filming or what's going on there? Um, we postponed it a bit. We're about to get back to it. So no, we're in production. Um, so of course for us, um, making sure everyone's safe, making sure we take the right protocol. So um, this gap in time has allowed us to, or allowed me personally to really look at what we're doing, put things in their proper perspective and yeah. um, go at it full bore. So I think we're probably about 85% completed. Very nice. A any rewrites? Did you use any of this time to uh, to kind of tinker with uh, with things? Oh, you're oh, like, yeah. out of the way and you're good. Oh yeah, well I got, I had a great uh, chance <laughs> to review footage. And um, sometimes, um, new ideas new stories come to you and you're like well i can let me sprinkle a little of this sprinkle a little of that stir it up and bake it and um, what comes out of it is is generally awesome so um you know you, you could also you could look at this as um as a frustrating moment or you could look at it as an opportunity to really um include some of their new ideas because usually once you're into it you don't get a chance to adapt you know, you just, whatever you made is what's done. And then you're at the end, you're like, ah, I wish I could have. Well, we yeah. can get to some of those wish I could have right now. Very nice. Uh, what uh, what kind of will be the precautions that you're taking? Uh, what's going to be the new protocol moving forward? Well, new protocol is making sure everyone's taking, getting tested, uh, social distancing, um, masks. Uh, mm -hmm other forms of barriers, um, sanitizing, making sure props aren't um, reused. You know, you this is your prop, you take hold of it, no one else uses it, at the end of the night it's sanitized. So uh, uh, what's great about this project is a lot of the elements that are in the story can go in line with the, what we're facing with social distancing and what we're facing with the precautions. So um, mm. we're using PPP, PPE as yeah. a prop. <laughs> nice. That works. Yes, you make lemonade. <laughs> yeah, and, and thankfully you're in California because uh, you guys have rapid testing and you have the ability to just uh, do things much quicker. In Chicago, it is such a pain. You know, I, I, I needed uh, to get a COVID test because uh, I have a procedures coming up and um, I couldn't get a rapid one and I don't want to have that invasive one so uh, nowhere, and I have all of my LA friends saying, what are you talking about? We get tested every week, just drive through, get it done, we're finished. Yeah, so, yeah. It's, it's fortunate, but um, you know, it, it's hitting us pretty hard too. So, yeah. uh, you know, we're, we're, 
we're figuring our way through this like everyone else. I got you. Uh, tell me more about uh, about Fighting Olympus. What is that project about? Sure. Well, Fighting Olympus is uh, action slash drama slash adventure. So mm-hmm. it's about um, an ex uh, SWAT team captain that um, has to go into this interesting cult-like environment to rescue his, his brother. So there's um, there's action. There's so many interesting characters that you meet along the way. So um, you remember those those uh, choose your own adventure type books? Yeah. Where you kind of it, it's it's almost like that where you you get to see the interesting people that this individual meets along the way and that his brother also meets in his journey. Um, so it's it skirts the edge of sci- science fiction, um, mm-hmm. but it, it's based on on these times. So pretty um, pretty interesting project, unlike um, anything I, I've filmed before. So it's exciting. Yeah. So um, when uh, when do you plan for it? Hopefully, you know things get back to uh, to some level of normalcy. When do you plan to release it? Um, I would say probably early 2021, just okay. to make sure we go through all of the process. I think, um, like you've probably seen, a lot of people aren't trying to rush right now because, yeah. I mean, theaters, you're not going to be able to see it in theaters yet. You're not going to be able to, you know, so we have time to do it right um, and to do it safe. So I would I would forecast uh, early 2021. All right. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Um, Let's let's jump back to uh, to kind of how it uh, how it all started uh, for you yeah. and I, and uh, I want to learn more about uh, your process. So the uh, my first uh, movie that I referenced, uh, my first acting job was in a movie called uh, Church and State. Uh, it wasn't quite uh, full feature length, but uh, it wasn't a short either. It was I think forty something minutes. Yeah, uh, but <laughs> yeah, that, that cut was done, and um, that was I. I don't know if it was my first uh, audition, but I think it might have been. Uh, I, I went up to Milwaukee and uh, you know uh, I saw the posting. Uh, I don't even remember where I saw the posting. Julian, do you know where you, uh, you where you put it out? I don't remember that. No, I don't even remember. Um, one yeah. of the casting casting um, sites. Yeah. Uh, I did not have an agent at that time, obviously, and I was uh, I was taking some classes. Uh, I was taking a class at. Uh, Actors Training Center, um, and uh, I, you know, I went up to uh, to Milwaukee, which you know is about an hour and uh, plus uh, hike uh, from where I live, and um, you know did the audition. And there were a couple of roles that I was auditioning for, uh, one of which was Dr. Saunders that I ended up uh, getting, and the other one uh, I don't remember the name of the character, but it was not a doctor; it was a love interest of of Daniela, uh, and that uh, character needed to dance. And I remember, you know, you and Becky were there. Becky is there, you know, kind of filming, and uh, you wanted to see me dance. I said, "Hey, Becky, you know, come on over." <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was awesome. But I, yeah, I, that, I, was, that was that was probably one of I would say that's probably my favorite audition of of all time um, really? because it was so because it was so natural. I mean, it wasn't like forced. It wasn't oh, I gotta get this part. It was like let's just have fun. Let's enjoy this. You know, you guys are doing the tango or whatever the heck you're doing. And um, to me, seeing personality and somebody that 
makes me smile, makes me know like, oh yeah, I want to work with him. I don't care. We'll figure out the part. Um, but I want to be connected to him because you get that joy, right? That fire that I have for the project and that joy that you showed. Perfect. Perfect. That that was awesome. And then uh, there were so many firsts to that project because for me, I've never been on a set. This was uh, kind of my first uh, thing, and I remember. I don't know how many details we can uh, we can give out. It's it's up to you, but um, yeah, we were we were shooting on location in uh, in downtown Milwaukee, and uh, just seeing how the whole process of putting together a film is, and what goes into it, and what things you can do with space, uh, and uh, you know, trying to uh, trying to show different locations uh, where you know where where we're shooting is not exactly what it looks like on screen and how to go around that all of that was just completely <laughs> fascinating uh, yeah. an amazing process for me i love it yeah i love it too because you have to um use your creativity right yeah. i mean going growing up in an environment where um you have to use your creativity at home with toys with games right if you can make one location feel like it's 10, I mean, how efficient, how practical is that? Um, and so it's kind of like the, the the Wizard of Oz, you know, what's behind the curtain? Ah, we, you'll never see, but um, yeah. it, it, it's a fascinating process. And um, yeah, I enjoyed that too. It was very cool. And um, I remember it was, again, you know, new things and uh, kind of first for me. Uh, Daniela, who's uh, who's the main character in the story, um, she needed to cry, and uh, you know the 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 movie, by the way, is about I played an oncologist. You know the movie is about uh, a person, uh, Daniela, who uh, gets uh, you know stage four breast cancer, and then she goes through the process of of recovery, and uh, it changes her whole perspective on life, and she meets uh, interesting people there. So I encourage everybody to watch the film, but. Uh, and Daniela needed to cry in one of the scenes. And I remember distinctly that, you know, uh, crying take up to take is not easy. So I just came back from a class where and uh, one of the you know great uh, teachers was teaching us how to use breathing in order to uh, elicit uh, crying. So you don't have to go into your emotional uh, you know bank. You don't have to use your previous experiences. You can just use breathing. And I remember sitting with Daniela and saying, okay, so here's what I learned and here's how you can use uh, a breathing. And it worked. And she got, uh, you know, she got uh, the tears. And I'm like, this is awesome. <laughs> it's great. I know. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm directing them like, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Don't cut. Yeah. I mean, it's when you can, when, when someone can convey that level of emotion, right? Even if they're they're acting, that's what's so awesome about um, acting, and what I respect so more so much about what you do, um, to make me feel something, right? Um, to make me feel like I'm that person, I'm in that, I'm watching that, I'm part of it, and to see though me feel those emotions, even though I wrote it and, and I'm directing it, it's still like, wow, <laughs> this is too much. Um, yeah. And I love that about the craft. It's 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 such a it's such a special thing that you do. It's 
uh, yeah, there's there's no there's nothing that I can say that kind of describes the feeling that you get of when you're actually doing it. Yeah. You're 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 in a different world and things just you know happen to you. Uh, and do you, we get can, in, do you get in a zone? Uh, sometimes, sometimes it's very mechanical. Sometimes you have to know, you know, I'm I'm on this mark and I have to look for this and I have to say this when that happens. And you get into your head and it takes you out of the process. Uh, but sometimes you kind of get into that sweet spot where you let everything go and you just play. And you know you don't realize uh, you know what's happening until they hit uh, they say cut and they okay oh all right I'm back <laughs> and then <laughs> you have to go again. It's it's a really fascinating process. And uh, because you know your production at that time we had uh, we had time constraints and we needed to get stuff uh, stuff done. I didn't get to do takes. It's like I had three or four scenes, and all of them were one take. I'm like, wait, but I forgot to do this. And I, to do that and I couldn't do that. So well, I, I it, it's so funny because I can still hear your lines in there <laughs> in my head. I, I still I still remember uh, some of them. Um, it's it's fascinating because I found that you know as I go as I go farther. Uh, there is a very uh, highly developed short-term memory where, you know, I just, I did an audition uh, this morning. I learned the lines. I did the audition. If you ask me what the lines are now, I can probably recall them. I think I can now kind of going back into my memory. Yeah. But, you know, tomorrow or the day after, they're gone. And, wow. and I don't remember it. But because this whole thing was new and it was my first real experience, I still remember a bunch of uh, a bunch of lines just because it's so vivid in my memory. Yeah, you know my favorite part about that that shoot was um, you and the host. Okay. When Dr. Saunders kind of gave bought us a little more time with uh, <laughs> with his uh, gift of gab. Yeah. Love that. Love that. Those are those are things that you remember that make this all worthwhile. You know, we want to finish projects. You you wanna you wanna bring things into fruition, but those experiences make it so so awesome. Yeah, it's it's such a special thing. Uh, I don't know if I told you that, but my parents uh, because I took a, I took a photo when I was uh, when I was on set, and I'm wearing you know my whites, and I have the uh, the the you know stethoscope. I think that's what it's yeah. called yes. uh, around uh, around my shoulders. And I show it to my parents, they start crying. They're like, we wanted you to be a doctor. We wanted you to be a doctor. You know, finally, you're, you're doing something. And everybody who looks at that picture is like, wow, it's so believable. It's, we really buy you as a doctor. Yeah, my parents really wanted me to be one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the I think the, the role really fits you because you're caring, you're caring, little lighthearted um, and, and empathetic to to the um one of the main character Marvette's role um yeah. which which was really effective yeah um and it was again it was not an easy scene and uh kind of be be thrown into the deep end of the pool of here's your first role you're playing an oncologist and you have to tell somebody they're about to die oh <laughs> yeah okay sure yes. I'll, yeah. I'll go with that um <laughs> but i can you know since that moment when uh you know that commercial for I'm not a doctor, but I play one on TV. Well, yes. I, I I can I can I can say that and say that sincerely. 
Absolutely, you're so right. Um, the the last question I have about uh, about the uh, uh, church and state is, what was the first name? Did you ever write a first name for Dr. Saunders? Because I came up with my own. I wanted to know what the real one was. What? I'm sorry. Say that again. The... Did you came up? Uh, did you come up with a first name for Dr. Saunders? Because uh, you know the character's name was Dr. Saunders. So I kind of created my own and a little bit of a backstory that I had, but. What was the real one? Did you did you ever come up with it? I believe it was either Richard or Simon, one of those two. Got it. Um, yeah, Richard Simon. You, I'm interested to hear what you had. Honestly, um, I don't remember. I remember I, I came up with it. And uh, you know, in prep for today, I kept on wrecking my brain of what what did I choose? Uh, the first thing that came to mind was was Dr. Schufhausen, Dr. Emil Schufhausen, uh, obviously was, was not it, because if, if that was my backstory, I definitely would have played it differently. Uh, but I think maybe it was Adam or Daniel or something like that, but I don't remember. Yeah, it was, it was a pretty simple, simple name. Yeah. Um, but that Saunders just seemed to fit. It just kind of rolls off your, off your tongue, like yeah. Dr. Saunders, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, that's who I want working working on me. <laughs> very cool. Well, um, that was that was that was a very cool thing, and um, I still have the uh, the DVD that you sent. Uh, my kids have seen it. Uh, my daughter still to this day she remembers you know the last uh, the last scene in in the movie. I'm not uh, going to give anything out, but the last uh, scene or my last scene in the movie is me going like I I can't I can't do anything. And my daughter still does that to me. She's like, oh, doctor. Uh, and goes, oh, oh, wow. There's nothing I can do. Nothing I can do. Yeah, that was awesome. So um, I, great memories. I, I do too. And uh, the the folks there, I, I didn't keep in touch with them. Uh, you know, I did keep in touch with Daniela for a little bit. And then uh, kind of, uh, you know, life happened. Uh, how are they? Have you have you talked uh, to anybody? Have you used them in the, any of the other projects? Um, I've connected with them on and off. Um, the the challenge is again moving out here. Mm -hmm. Time kind of changes out here. It, it's it's, yeah. it's 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 such a crazy crazy thing. Out you get out here and it's almost like time speeds up. You know, like mm -hmm. in, in Milwaukee, it's an even pace. You get here and it's like whoa. Where did the years go, right? So um, you know, I, I catch up every once in a while on 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 uh, Facebook. I've seen some of Marvette's uh, plays. Mm -hmm. She she's ridiculously good. Um, yeah. So um, here and there, um, I still um, Xavier and I were working on a project, a really big project, when I first came out here. Um, that was the DP for for the shoot. So, um, still working. I, I would love to reconnect with all of them. Yeah, it's just very very talented crew. Uh, I, I remember being really impressed by uh, by watching them. Uh, and again, you know, that first being on set and learning experience, saying, "Okay, yeah, I see that. I I, I see where I need I need to go and what I need to aspire to be." Yeah, um, absolutely. When when did you move out? I know again we shot uh, you know Church and State in 2013, and then I thought you did Angel in 2014, yes. and then you moved out after, right? 
Yes, um, it's been about four years. Scary to say, but yeah, it's been about four years. Yeah, so um, it's what been prompted you? Hmm? Sorry for interrupting you. Uh, what prompted the move? Um, this, this, this life. You know, I wanted to. I don't want to have any regrets, right? There's so many people that are afraid to take that first step and to just go for it. Now, going for it, going for it um, with wisdom is is a key. Yeah. But I wanted to have this experience. What happens when you just go all in and you get and you dedicate yourself to making something happen? Yeah. Um, so that was my reason for coming out here. We put a plan together and, and went for it. That's very cool. And uh, I love you know Becky's very supportive and she's been very supportive. So it's it's important to have that. So uh, Becky, if you're listening, if you're watching, you're cool. Uh, oh, she's. I mean, as far as casting, as far as craft services, assisting yeah. in the production, she she's we've um, even shot a, a, a film out here where she's one of the main characters. So um, yeah, last minute because someone canceled and she's like, oh, I'll do it. <laughs> so it's great having a right hand um, like that. Very cool. And is this full time for you, or is there still uh, are you doing something that kind of supports these efforts? Yeah, yeah, I'm still doing something to support it. So I have my my day my day job that allows me to do these wonderful things that I get to do. So yeah, it's 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 a combination um, that works for me. You know, at some point, yes, I I'd love to just completely dissect, um, yeah. but. This, I mean, it works, and and I think a lot of what I learn in business allows me to better navigate in um, in the film world. So right now, on this project, we're probably up to 75 people that have been part of this uh, Fighting Olympus, and yeah. managing that many that many individuals um, without that business um, any business knowledge makes it really tough. Um, yeah, um, so good it's, it's, it's fortunate, and it's quite a jump up. Uh, I, you know, I think church and state. Maybe we had fifteen or so. Maybe, uh, maybe twenty. I don't remember that many people. So this is, uh, you know, you've you've certainly grown uh, quite a bit. Yeah, absolutely. Well, what's interesting about church and state is um, the outdoor scene um, at the beginning. So. We actually had about 20 people that were scheduled to be at that scene, yeah. um, but it was below 15 below zero. Yeah. Um, so I had to rewrite it on the fly to make it into what it is. So that's, I think that's one of the awesome parts about being writer, director, and producer because you can rewrite it and you don't have to <laughs> answer for it. And yep. um, Make it work, and it did. It did. I I was uh, I was lucky. I I avoided uh, all of those scenes. All I had to do was just you know come park, you know freeze my butt uh, I, as I was walking from the car to, to the uh, to the set, and then I was good to go from there. So. Oh yeah. Well, if you I don't know how many people have directed on a horse, um, but <laughs> those are experiences that. Um, it's like a boot camp, you know. It's like if you could do this, if I can, if mm -hmm. I can direct 
while holding on to you know a horse and a and a and a buggy um and the camera cameraman's holding on to it too on the other side um and it looks like you know just this natural beauty um i think i think we pulled it off yeah i think so too um <laughs> very cool so what's uh, what's next uh once you're going to get done with uh with finding olympus um do you have another project that's uh kind of percolating yeah, so I mean, I have so many projects that I want to accomplish. Um, yeah. I think this is a good foot, uh, a good footstep or uh, steps to that. So um, even if someone else, um, I get a financier that takes care of all of that, I want to know the entire process from beginning to end. I want to know what it feels like to um, to completely take ownership of a project. And then the next one, you know, now you start bringing in those elements. Okay, you handle the finances. Let me focus on this. So, um, you know, by nature, I'm a writer. Um, so I love, I love that aspect of it, and I love the producing and directing as well. But um, yeah, I have, I have some. It, it's just exciting. There's so many projects that I want to work on. Very cool. And are they in the same uh, same genre, or do you have you know kind of different genres that you want to do? No, I'm all over the place. I have some uh, comedies, romantic comedy, um, other types of action, um, period pieces. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So if if there's a genre for it, I've you know monster horror. Um, yeah. If there's a genre out there, I want to touch them all because, I mean, what's more fun than what we get to do? We get to be grown grown-ups playing um, make-believe, right? So that's so cool to me. You know, it's expensive make-believe, but it's make-believe. We get to pretend we're people uh, and characters and just have fun creating worlds. I love it. Um, I... I'm I'm with you. It's it's just it's such a it's such a rush, and uh, the whole creative aspect I, I can't live without it. Um, you know, it's uh, I, I tried living without it, and it's completely uh, uh, missing for me. And it's it's you don't feel whole. Yeah. Uh, you don't feel fulfilled. And now with this, I don't care. You know, uh, honestly, I want to get paid. Uh, obviously, I want this to be a you know full fledged uh, career, but I'm doing this for me, and yes. uh, just doing it is enough. And at what level and what uh, things? That's uh, you know second, third, and fourth uh, type of priorities. Yeah, you and and that's why I, I, I'm just so inspirational with what you're saying and what you're doing in general because nice. there's so many there's so many what ifs, right? And the reality is, it, just by doing, you're already so far ahead of the game. Just by doing, whatever doing is, you know, being a background actor, being a, being a, um, when I came out here, you know, my first, my first agenda was get on set. I don't care what I have to do. I want to get on set so I can learn. So whether it's helping out with lighting, whether it's, um, you know, doing things to help with sound, whether it's set design, anything that I can do to, to bring this dream to fruition. Um, so then 
when I am the person that's kind of calling the shots, I know what it feels like to 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 be responsible for these other things, and I can value someone's efforts on them, right? Um, like in this, in Fighting Olympus, I'm actually um, playing one of the characters. Now, it's a small role, really small role, but um, it's, acting is tough. <laughs> acting is tough, and my role is small, so watching what you guys do, you know, I'm learning that too, so I can be a better writer and director. Um, and thank you for that, because um, I think the directors and the, and writers um, that have had experience in front of the camera will understand it better. And you know, I remember being on set uh, for uh, for a commercial shoot where it's you know it's a thirty second spot, and uh, the uh, the main actors had to deal with two directors um, who were saying, well, try it like this, and then try it like this, and try it like this, and we were at it for hours. And the amount of stamina that it, that it takes to go and continue to, uh, to play around until they find what they're looking for just to cut that 30-second spot is amazing. So yeah. uh, if somebody has done that, uh, on the other end, and they know what it's like. I think it's it's a, a little different experience for a director. You're right. Yeah, because it made me analyze how I'm directing. Like, what, you know, it's easy to say, okay, try this. Okay, you know, I'd really like you to try crying instead of laughing. Yeah. Okay. And, and can you do that in one take? <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know, it's it's not fair. So I think for any any director um, having that opportunity to at least experience it, even if it's in rehearsal. Okay, what does it look like? How difficult is it? I have so much respect for acting now. Um, you know, the the small movements with the eyes, the the emotion that you, the, the emotion that you can infer, that's not overacting, that's not cheesy or you know corny, just natural. I love it. So inspired by um, Yeah, and then uh, the other thing that you know, I, I think uh, it's not usually uh, uh, possible to do uh, on, a, on a set because you're shooting uh, not linearly, you're shooting uh, very much out of sequence. But yes. you know, for somebody, when, when you're an actor and you're trying to develop the character, uh, the more sequential things, the easier for us to continue kind of going with it. Because you have to, you know, if it's out of sequence, you have to cry in one scene, and then five minutes later, you are, uh, you know, three months ago, and you're happy, and nothing happened. It's possible. This is what we do, but you know, making our lives a little easier would be preferable, if possible. Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you. And it's tough. Like right now, um, in in the film we're shooting. Um, Characters, as the, as we go through this, they get closer personally. You know, they build chemistry personally. So when you're shooting something where they weren't supposed to have any chemistry, it's like, okay, how do you make them not have that connectivity that they've grown to have when you're shooting it out of sequence? Yep. So many little things like that matter. Yeah. Um, in some of the productions, uh, again, the, the big productions that I've heard of, uh, some people really, the directors are making 
the uh, the characters. Let's say that the characters don't meet until uh, you know towards the end of the movie. They mm -hmm. literally kind of separate them. So to have that organic, you know, kind of uh, chemistry emerge. Uh, I remember Serendipity would be one of those examples. Uh, I love Serendipity with uh, with Kate Beckinsale and uh, and John Cusack. Um, you know, they really uh, didn't spend almost any time together. And when they finally come together, you know, as an audience, we've spent the whole movie wanting for them to meet, and then finally they do. So they they kept them separated, from what I understand. And uh, just to preserve that and uh, to have that opportunity, it's it's yeah. Lots yeah, of tricks. That could be many, yeah, yeah, you got to use as many tricks as you can. So that's a that's a good one. Yeah. So um, what do you look for in an actor? So when you're casting uh, and you know putting your casting hat on, you and Becky, what are you looking for um, to? Because as a writer, you know what uh, what you envision the character to be, and then uh, you have people coming into audition. Uh, if you see something different from what you wrote, uh, but different that sparks your interest. You know, does that uh, assist you? Or no, I have this, this is what I'm looking for, and what you did is cool, but it's it's not what I what I needed or envisioned. You know, where, where do you uh, kind of find yourself there? Well, um, I'm flexible, so um, I I look for that fire. I look for that, that passion in, in the opportunity. Right, they don't know the project, and a lot of actors, as you know, go to different casting calls, different readings, and um, you know, so you're not connected to the project. But if you're passionate about what you're doing, that's mm -hmm. what I look for first. So if you have that, that's already going to give you a heads up. It, it, and then I start if it's someone I really enjoy um, the experience with, and, and there's a connectivity there. I, I'll change a I'll change a scene for that person, and I've done it in this project. I've looked at how I had this person laid out. Maybe they were an older person that was supposed to play this role, but um, a younger person gave me that fire and that energy that I was looking for. I'll rewrite it. Um, I, I will make the change for someone who's worth it. So for this um, casting, for me. Of course, you want to start out with the parameters that gets you in the ballpark. Yep. Um, but once, it, it, it basically, once you're in front of me, as long as you, if you have that fire, that's going to take you most of the way. And for the right person, I will, I will adjust a, a script for that. Um, and that's been, that's worked for me um, so far. Excellent. Yeah. That's that's great to hear, um, and and a good thing for us uh, for us actors to hear that, you know, just have the fire, be passionate, and uh, and you know, you never know what that uh, what that will do on the other side. Um, the the other question for you I had is that you know, being a writer, you know, you wrote the words, you gave the sides uh, for performance. If uh, if somebody doesn't have, uh, if somebody's not worked perfect on it. Uh, is that something that uh, that bothers you, or are you kind of, you know, so in the moment that it doesn't uh, really enter the equation? Well, um, I, I've I've kind of grown through all of these different projects. So at first, um, words were 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 children, right? It's like, no, this is this is my word, right? You know, <laughs> it was so important for me. No, you have to say it, and you have to say it this way. 
but that's not letting it happen and it's not natural and um so i i let i want i like to let actors feel it out and and present it with how they see it um because something that makes sense to me may not make sense to anybody else in the world and and so um when they sometimes i, I give you an example in this project we had one actor um that said um we were we were rehearsing right before we did the did the scene and um he said my line and it was supposed to be kind of a funny line um and then the next time he he, he said something else that was completely not what i wrote he took you know he took another line that was he thought was funny and i was mad and laughing at the same time i'm like no no you did <laughs> but that was funny do that yeah. again now keep going now keep changing it and and that enlightened me on just let them do what they do right your words aren't magic um what brings it to fruition is that connection my words with your acting that's what makes the magic that's and i great. love doing it that way thank you for uh, for being flexible um uh, a lot of a lot of people are not that flexible um i remember being on a project where uh the director was so particular and it had to be you know word perfect and you know down to the syllable of how he wanted you to pronounce things and where he wanted to put the uh the you know uh specific uh emphasis on it and um you know it's it's a good project i enjoyed it but i didn't feel that i had the freedom i didn't feel that i had the freedom to really kind of jump into a character and make my own choices because everything was spelled out so um you know it is what it is but Actors, we want freedom. Yeah, well, you, you we, we as um, writers, and especially when you're writer director, it's hard to loosen the reins, right? Yeah. You want, you want this picture that you dreamed of to play out exactly like you saw it, yep. and and so there's a maturity that happens over the process where you start growing and saying, my maturity is not necessarily having to have people say exactly what I wrote. My maturity is trusting that they're going to do what they do and it's going to be all right. And so that's not something that happens overnight and some people never get to that point. But I'm grateful that, um, you know, that's that I'm seeing that and, and how effective that can be in, in what we do. Yeah. And again, that's that's also why you have multiple takes. So yeah. Um, I think the sets that I enjoyed the most, even with the directors who were very particular, uh, is you know we do the take, we do the take, they get what they want, and they said, okay, next one just uh, you know play, and you know that just it it infuses energy because uh, the the shoots are long, uh, we're there for <laughs> for many hours, kind of doing things over and over again, so it's nice to have that breath of of uh, fresh air. Uh, it energizes everybody. Yeah, I love that. And, and what's cool about it too is, even if it doesn't make the cut, it makes you it makes you laugh. It makes you enjoy the experience, right? Yeah. Sometimes I've seen that um, it, it's happened in this project. I've seen those moments redefine the character, right? So now the character starts 
evolving into um, what they should have been, but you couldn't see because you were blinded by your own words. Yeah, um, I'm the uh, one of the uh, one of the you know my Chicago community actresses that I was speaking with, uh, Ruth Kaufman. Um, she is a writer, and she said something. She kind of defined uh, the term for me that I was always this way, but she defined the term of writing as penster, which is I write by the seat of my pants. I don't plan everything out. I kind of start, and then the story kind of just starts evolving, and the story takes over. And um, you know, when when you're directing, in a way, if you can do that, and as an actor, if you can do that, and allow things to organically develop as much as you can within that framework, I think that uh, just creates uh, opportunities for something that uh, was not accounted for. Uh, at the beginning, and uh, I love those types of collaborative and uh, you know free processes. Yeah, yeah, and, and you're so right about that. So for me, if you think of church and state, a lot of this, yeah, like that whole thing played out in a dream, and you know, in a series of dreams. So even the music for church and state, you know, I'm sleeping, and then I'm like, I hear it, and so I gotta run and go play it real quick and record it so I don't forget and. All of these things um, allow you just to find what you to find what that end result should look like, yeah. um, but you got to be flexible. I, I I think everything is there. I, I I still love you know Michelangelo's expression of I saw the angel in the marble and I carved until I set him free. So it's it's not creating the angel. It's letting him out. It's it's that I have an idea and let's let's see let's uh, let's explore and things will find their proper uh, balance. Yeah. That's yeah. more yeah. my approach, if, if I ever, you know, uh, direct, uh, <laughs> and we'll see when I get there. Well, you quote, I love it, quoting Michelangelo. Oh, <laughs> I like it, I like it. But yeah, we're just, we're just chipping away, right? Whatever, the sculpture is already there. We're just mm -hmm. chipping away. All we're doing is getting to what's there in the first place but most people can't see past the stone, you know, even with this, like some people, I don't get where you're going. Now we're close to the end. Oh, okay. Now I, now I get it. So, um, yeah, the great words, great words of wisdom. Yeah. I, I take no credit for them. It's all Michelangelo. Um, <laughs> what, Copy what, yeah. If people, if people want, you know, if you're watching this and you want an exercise of how to actually get to that uh, state, uh, not you know have the uh, Michelangelo uh, ability, but uh, get to that state of creativity and seeing, uh, as as Julian pointed out, the uh, you know what's in the stone, uh, what's in the marble is um, you know take out a piece of paper, take out a pen or a pencil, and just uh, do squiggly lines and just uh, create whatever squiggly lines whatever comes to mind, and then stop, and then look at those and see what shapes uh, come to mind, what you can create out of it. And that's that idea, that you drew something, you didn't have a plan, you didn't have a preconceived notion, and then you kind of turn it around and, oh, oh my God, I, I see something. Uh, people do that looking at the clouds, but this is a way to, uh, to kind of develop that creativity. And I did that naturally uh, as a kid, before I knew anything about Michelangelo or any of this, it was just a fun thing for me to do. Also, partially because I didn't want to, you know, study in school and I wanted to do it. <laughs> um, 
but that's that's kind of how that uh, that can work. So you know, try it out. It, it certainly is a great uh, creative uh, process. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. Last uh, last thing I wanted to ask you, as as an independent uh, you know filmmaker, as somebody who's very passionate about it, um, for others like yourself, but who are just starting out, what would be one piece of advice that you would offer to them? Um, I, I would say. It's gonna it's gonna sound cheesy, but but don't don't quit. Um, I, I think what what you find a lot of times are people comfortable with celebrating almost. I almost did this. I almost got there. I almost find things, finish, start new things, finish, start a new thing, finish. Mm -hmm. The more you finish, the more you build up the stamina to finish, and you look forward to projects um, completion. Um, there's so many people who are resting on half done, and, and and I think that that's a that's a frustrating cycle because it's basically as you talked about the the, the stone, and we talk about the sculpture. Mm. If you see it halfway, you're always going to wonder what it could be, yeah. but you've already exposed it too much to not get it, to keep it out of your, your brain. So so my suggestion would be that, don't quit. Um, second, I would say you just have a plan, right? Um, a lot of people move out here with a hope and a dream and they forget the plan and that can fail you um, tremendously. So have a game plan. There is nothing wrong with you working and working on your dream and your passion. There's nothing wrong with you sustaining yourself while you're moving towards that ultimate success you're looking for. So those are my words of advice because I've seen a lot of people not do those things and um, they seem miserable. And I don't want to be that. I want to finish and enjoy. Yeah, that's, that's perfect. It doesn't, it's not cheesy at all. Uh, I think it's it's a wonderful advice, and um, thank you so much for uh, for coming on. I, I love you. I really am grateful beyond belief for uh, for the opportunity that you gave me. Uh, I'm even happier for you know the person that you continue to be and continuing to uh, to check up, continuing to stay in touch. You and Becky uh, both. Um, it's it's a pleasure, and uh, I really hope that people will look at this get inspired, start on their own projects, and finish them. Well, the pleasure's mine. I love you back. Um, of course, I'm going to stay in touch, and um, I'm so proud of what you're doing, not just um, with allowing individuals like me and other um, others that are working towards this, but just that inspiration and wisdom that you're offering to uplift um, all of us. So means a lot to me. I'm fortunate to have you in my life, and thank you so much. Thank you. And uh, thanks for everybody for tuning in. I really appreciate it. Uh, you know, we have lots of people who are passionate about the acting world, whether you're a producer, you're a director, casting director, actor, everybody is in this together. We're all pulling in the same direction. So keep pulling with us, keep uh, sharing, keep commenting. We're here for you, and we love you for it. Have a good night.